Welcome to Victorious Living Radio. So that's why we teach. That's why we present what the Bible says. Everybody makes up their own mind what they think or believe about it. But that's why the importance of teaching is so that we can be like those who came out of the upper room. We can be what? One accord, united together, so that God and the Holy Spirit has freedom and liberty to do what He says He wants to do. Welcome to Victorious Living Radio with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us part three of his series, The Kingdom Language is the Language of Faith. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here is Pastor Cowan as he shares with us the kingdom language is a language of faith. And then Peter in his writings, he tells the shepherd, take the sight over those that you have been made a shepherd. He said, take the oversight of those. And so that's the benefit, one of the benefits of coming to church. But yet before you do that, there has to be something where we submit ourselves to the Lordship of Jesus. And then in turn, submit ourselves to what God, what Jesus, the head of the church has submitted uh, are given to us to be submitted to. I got that right. And so, you know, uh, anyway, let me move on. And so submission, uh, you know, that's, that's not a good word, submission. Because a lot of people think, well, that somebody's going to have control over me. Well, God's not got control over us. He instructs us. He teaches us. But he doesn't control us. He has given that to us into our power to whose control we want to be under. And that's to him. So submission to God simply means accountability to his written word. That's all submission means. It don't mean somebody's controlling you, telling you what to do and when to do it. It doesn't mean that. That is of the devil. I remember years ago, back in the 70s and in the early 80s, they had this doctrine going around the country. Some of you may remember of, of shepherding. And so what happened, what, 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 uh, what evolved out of that was that one person then uh, self-appointed them as a shepherd. And so I got, I got mixed up in one of those groups. So I, I, I know somewhat of what I'm saying. And they, they then formed a group at their house. Mm-hmm. So they had all of us to come to the house. I, went, I, I wasn't in that one, in that, you know, there's a lot of stuff I didn't know. So I went to the house and here's what I found out. They are, they are totally the one who controlled your life. They told you when you could go to the grocery store. Now this sounds really far out. They told you when you could go to the grocery store. They told you if you could or couldn't buy a car. They told you what you could do and what you couldn't do. 
and you are to submit to that. That, I got three Chinese words for that. Fooey, fooey, fooey. God never appointed anybody to control you but the Holy Spirit and his word. But yet at the same time in his word, he tells us, submit to those. Now, wait a minute. Now, now don't, don't jump out how you pewed. He said, submit to those. Now, you, somebody correct me if I'm quoting this wrong. Submit to those who have the, the authority. One translation said, the rule over you. So you can see then, I'm just pointing something out here. You can see how the devil can get involved in that. I ain't submitting to nobody's got any rule over me. That's not what he's saying. That's not what he's saying. So what happens is that people start using their mouth and saying stuff that's not in the language that God has given us in the scriptures. Amen. God has given us national instructions. He's given us national. He gave Israel national instructions that is to be used individually by family members as to how we are to conduct ourselves in the framework of his family kingdom. God has also given his family a national language that members of his family is to speak. We are to speak this national or kingdom language of faith individually as well as collectively. So that's why we teach. That's why we present what the Bible says and everybody makes up their own mind what they think or believe about it. But that's why the importance of teaching is so that we can be like those who came out of the upper room. We can be what? one accord united together so that God and the Holy Spirit has freedom and liberty to do what he says he wants to do. He wants to set people free. He wants to heal people. He wants to deliver people. He wants to meet people's every need and more. He wants us to be full of joy. He wants us to have peace in our life. That's what God is after. He's not after making you do something. He's after you so you can make up your own mind. Amen. Okay. Genesis chapter uh, 11 verse 1. Look what it says. Genesis chapter 11 verse 1. Everybody say okay. Okay. Genesis chapter 11 verse 1. And the whole earth was of one language. And the whole earth, that's, that's, you know, that's before the fall. The whole earth was one language. What's, what's God looking for today in his family? One language. What is the language? It's faith. It's all that, that goes in that equation of faith. That's the language. And there he's talking about there was just one language among the people. But yet, you know, as time, as time passed, they got, uh, they got uh, under in captivity. Uh, they got in different situations. 
they were dispersed and they were carried into other nations. Now they begin to learn another language and then another language. And all of these languages got interspersed, is that a word? Got, got, uh, got united or got to, you know, together, so to speak. And so there were one language, one language, one language, one language, but in God's family, Amen. there's not three languages, right. not two languages, not four languages, not five languages. There's one language. That is the language of faith. So if I'm going to have the language, well, let me back up. If I'm going to have faith working at its best in my life, I've got to get in league with the language of faith. Got to get in one accord. First of all, get in one accord with yourself. Get in one accord with Jesus, who is the head of the church. Get, get in one accord with him. Amen. How do we do it, people? We do it through his word. Amen. We take the word and get in accord, one accord. When they were all in one accord, God opened the door. Amen. And out of that upper room they came with the fire of God in them, fire of God upon them. And they went to the streets of Jerusalem and people began to be saved, sanctified. They began to be healed. They began to be delivered. They began to be set free. Uh, all of that began to happen confirming that all that God had said to them. But guess, guess who was lurking? Lurking on the outside of, of all of that. Who was it? It was Satan with a different language. And he didn't come, he didn't come like that. I am the devil and I have come to give you a different. No, he didn't do that. He didn't do that. He squeezed it in. He squeezed it in. Then he squeezed it in. And then he squeezed it in till he squeezed people so tight they burped up doubt and unbelief. And so what happened? Some was on this language, some was on that language, some was on that language, and then they were all fighting. If you don't believe like I believe, you're going to hell. Yeah, you gotta do it, do it my way. If you ain't water baptized, you're hell bound. Now you need to be, if you have never been water baptized, we can dunk you, I mean, we can do it. We can do it. I was baptizing a, a, a guy six foot six, weighed 225, 30 pounds one time in the creek. That's what, that was our baptismal deal. We was in the creek. So I'm out there in the creek and this old boy, he's, he's six foot six. My brother, Paulette, y'all know who it was. And he was in there, so I'm, I'm baptizing. Now I made a mistake. First one. No, I am kidding. I'm kidding. And so him being big and tall, instead of me standing back here and taking him down, I stood right beside of him. And I said, grab your nose, buddy. <laughs> so I put my hand like this right here, you know. And uh, so 
But anyway, when I went back with him, me and him both went under. He got baptized, I got baptized, got my hair wet, which was a major deal. And I lost him under that water. I lost him because once I went under, I no longer cared about him. I cared about myself. But one thing about it, he got dunked and I got dunked and we all come up, you know, and everything turned out all right. And so I'm just telling you, if you ever baptize anybody, stand at least two or three, four or five steps. That's just good baptismal instruction. That's, that's, that's in the... That's in the baptismal instruction section of the Bible. No, it's not either. All right, let's, let me get back to my business here. So Genesis 11, one says, and the whole earth was of one language. Now what's it? And of one speech. In other words, they had a language and they all were speaking it. They were speaking. It's our hope that today's message, The Kingdom Language is a Language of Faith, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling one 800 842-7896 Again that number 1-800-842-7896 If you would like to receive a free CD of this week's message please request offer number 12 This week's special offer is 12 From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church We'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living